listening to Sweet Society, conversations with executives and entrepreneurs over sustainability, continued growth, as well as discovering acquired tastes. I'm your host, Chuck Holiday. Today's guest, I go back with this dude many, 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 many years, man. In fact, we were in different career paths when we first met up to a degree. I mean, I'm still kind of technically a video producer, kind of. <laughs> but uh, my guy has has evolved and, and has won some awards and has participated in some seminars and conferences, man. My guest today is Chad Scott, the Honorable Chad Scott. <laughs> I got to say that, that thanks, Honorable thanks, thanks Chad for Scott. Thanks, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> My dude, man, just d- disclaimer for everybody, man. We go back since 2009, 2010. It's been mm-hmm. a long minute, long, long minute. This man is an ambassador from our other company, Made Lifestyle Collection. He's been a great ambassador for that brand. I owe you. Oh, you really owe you for that one. <laughs> Got some product <laughs> in the mail for you soon. I want to start off with you first, man, with you now being a relationship life coach. That That's correct. I'm correct, right? Yes, yes, yes. I want to make sure I got those titles correct, man. <laughs> <laughs> the journey to this, I know, has been a lot. And even though the relationship coach side of it, I'm pretty sure came from you being social because you're a social guy how did all this just kind of encompass into one package that you really set forth um to really go out there with because that's a lot and and to also really put things in perspective and and you know sometimes we don't come with the great reputation for giving advice when it comes to relationships yeah so what ended up happening with me was I was reluctant on this position. Like, wow. I did not want to be a relationship coach. Wow. I did not want to be a life coach because like you said, the stigma of it, the frustration of that, the pandering that happens in the industry. When you got people that pander to certain markets to get the, you know, the likes and the followers. Yeah. So I was like, eh. But I just see that with my life when it comes to a lot of things where I was kind of reluctant to get into something that the universe, God, whoever you believe in, kind of forced me into those things. Even when it met me when I was managing talent, yeah, like, I never wanted to manage talent. I was like, all right, I'm another guy in the entertainment business. People are like, oh, you trying to be like Diddy? I'm like, I'm not trying to be like Diddy. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it was always, I was got forced into positions where I'm like, all right, let me, I'm here. Let me make the best of it. And even when I still manage talent, but even like you said, it's one thing where me managing talent and managing brands is the same as managing relationships and life coaching. It's the same principles. So I'm just now focusing more on relationship and life because what ended up happening not only we manage talent it ended up happening when people came to me for relationship advice and I was kind of like not so long with each other I was like alright I give advice as a guy give a woman advice right mm-hmm. and then when I got the first ring I'm like thank you Chaz oh thank you like, I was like thank you for the ring oh, okay you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean yeah. that that had become a big thing. I, I noticed that had become a big thing on your socials. You know, like people really shouting you out with the ring joints. You know, yeah. So yeah, so for me, like once that once I got the tenth ring, people were like, "Yo, I need a workshop. I I, I need a book." And I'm like, "I don't want to be that guy." <laughs> like I'm doing it for you know what I'm saying I'm doing it for the culture. Like I wasn't looking at it for as monetizing and making the business out of it. But so then when um company by the name of Playtime Worldwide approached me like, oh, Chad, do the workshop. We pay you to do the workshop. 
just do the workshop. I'm like, ah. all right. So what I did was everything I tell people and relationship, I just use that now. I made it almost like, you know how you tell you got the same conversation over and over again with people, different people, you have the same kind of um, do this, do this, do this, do that. Yeah. So that helped me create the first workshop. Okay. I was just replaying all the content I had with the various people I was helping get rings. And I now found a way, commonalities, how to make a structure that people could digest it and get it. Wow. It still be me. Wow. And, and that's key. That you did the last thing you just said is very key to still be you because often when you get into that, sometimes you start to become something you're not. And you know, I know that you have always been authentic dating back to your manage your talent management days. And then mm-hmm. even now going into this new journey as a relationship coach. And at one point I was gonna reach out to you as well for my situation <laughs> 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 i've since now moved on i'm about two girlfriends past that now so yeah, you yeah. know but um no that that's a great thing man especially given that it's something that you really didn't see yourself doing yet it just the calling was there and uh, how much was that to fight off the calling in terms of you you, you know you don't really want to do it yeah, the the it's there, and people are just saying, "Okay, this is it." But then you're you're having to now fight the the concept of you don't want to do this, but then it's right in your face. Why not? Yeah, so it's one of the things where I oh I saw somebody the other day. I feel like a reluctant champion, like I'm a, a champion. That's, I'm like, I mean, I that right? that's key. I mean, I call myself a reluctant podcast host, so that's very key. Yeah. So for me, it's just that for me, I think that it was one of the things where. I really felt an overwhelmed need for it. And when people came to me for advice and it came overwhelmed, I'm like, you know what? Let me now do some service. Let me now come out and do this relationship, life coaching. And like I said before, being, being still me, right? Yeah. Being a, Not being a character. So when I got certified, I'm like, cool, now I'm certified. I still gonna have to do outside research. I'm gonna still do me, but now just making sure that I also have more tools in my toolbox as I present it to the world. So yeah, so I think for me, it's a combination of both things. Like even with me, like I'm very conscious of how the rollout going to be, right? So mm-hmm. taking clients, creating the curriculums, making sure that when the rollout happens, that everybody understands that the product I come back in. Like I said, even with me being a, a addicted dude, I'm not here for the money grab. And you've always you've always just been a dude that's been for the culture and you've showed up and looked out for your friends. I you know, and I, I I'll say this, you know, candidly, just as a as a longtime friend and colleague, you've always looked out for people. You've always looked out for people. You have been so giving with your time and, and your advice and um and, and your opinions and things like that, man. And that that can't be, you know, swept aside there. And I know that that's played a huge factor into this new journey did any of your experience as a talent manager play any role into any of this with your new journey you know in terms of um any aspects of it even behind the scenes or things like that because talent management is a is a very tough game (laughs) (laughs) some of the talent you did manage that was a lot (laughs) i think for me with talent management is it's similar right like i said before it's similar to relationship coaching right where i have to now manage relationship I got to manage expectations and I have to have a clear game plan that at the end of the day, you hire me to get you to the next level. Good point. 
So I have to now set up the game plan for you and give you the best advice to take. And you may take it, you may not take it. And I can't take it personally. So what happened with me, man, like you said, me supporting people for just sort of strength. Me being that kind of person is the same way as I applied to relationship coaching that I want people to win. So yes, tangible, people want to see what results you get. So yes, the rings I, I posted because people want to see something tangible, right? Like why shout us in the chat? Do you see the rings there? Oh, okay. But for me, what gave me that win when someone gets it? When someone feel like they're worthy. When someone confidence that I met them, whether that's confident in themselves, now they project the confidence. So right then, that's a win already. Like once you show up for yourself, I feel that's a win. Now the ring and all that stuff to come with it, that's part of you being in tune with who you are, what you want, and having those uncomfortable, tough conversations. But that's the win for me. So that got me more into like, yo, I kind of like this feeling. You know what I mean? Like me being in real life, I love people seeing people win. So yeah. that, for that, like, that helped me now. I, when it comes to life coaching, and I look at it from being a accountability partner. So me being a accountability partner to help you get your life in order where you want to see it and also your relationships. And you're going to be some tough conversations. And as long as you want to do the work, I'm here. But when you don't, if people don't want to do the work, I'm kind of, I'm cool. Like, keep your money, keep your time. I'm all right. And that's crazy that you say that because that was just about what I was about to ask you is really how is it to deal with people who sometimes don't want to be held accountable even though they bring you in to do your job. They're hiring you to do your job, yet they don't want to be held accountable. And unfortunately, and I don't want to make this a sexist thing, but yeah, that's often a lot with women. I say this, right? So I tell people there's a difference between therapy and coaching, right? And I always thought about being a therapist as well. That's something in my mind I'm kind of thinking about, do I want to take that leap? But the difference between therapy is about unpacking, right? And how to Good understand point. these things going on, how to um, get more tools to cope with certain things, how to move to be the better version of you, right? Definitely. But sometimes when it comes to therapy, it's almost like a vent session. You just vent and vent and vent. And you have the same therapist for two or three years and there's no really real big breakthrough so to speak okay with coaching my goal is there's goals attached to the coaching so whatever you you want i don't i still you know do the coaching and being there for you supportive but we got game plans ahead so if I, the best time is to get both the therapist and the coach whatever your goals are but for me my thing is when you come to me but you want something I'm, I'm analyzing, I'm understanding that. Then I'm letting you know, this work gonna be involved. We just not gonna sit here and pity party and I'm not gonna be here just to um, drain your money. That's never been my thing. Yeah. I just wanna be as quick as fast as possible by you being better to get out and live your life. So that's when that's what it is. So when I know when I have this, the um, discovery calls and we trying to see does this fit, I'm explaining how I do things may not be for everybody. But what I'm telling you, like, listen, we're going to work here. Yeah, I'm going to be, you know, crack jokes and I'm going to be here and all that. But <laughs> if you're not ready to do the work, ah, there's nothing I can do for you. Just send thoughts and prayers. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, wishes. Damn. Ruthless. <laughs> but you have to be that way sometimes. I mean, that. I think that, that I know that comes with your job and that's something I know you're not really the biggest fan of is having to tell people, you know, reality sometimes that people, some things that people don't want to hear. And before I get into that, how has it been to speak in front of a crowd? Because 
for somebody like me, I, I'm not, I'm not good with that, and I don't understand how that transition works. I, I've, I've tried it a couple times, and I've run off the stage. I don't, I don't know how that works, man. How has it been for you to transition to speaking in front of a crowd of people who really are? I mean, I've seen your your workshops, and I mean, people are watching, so. Um, mm-hmm. And they're watching with passion here. So, how has that been? You know, have you felt any pressure to to really present it a certain way, or is it you just you're just speaking? Well, for me, what happened when it comes to when it comes to this whole remember, I like to be behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, management. I, uh, one of the movies to Justin Burrow. Like, I want to be behind the scenes to make things happen. I didn't have um, that kind of. Uh, calling to be in the front of the camera i never had that calling i was in behind the scenes i'm cool with where i'm at right mm-hmm. but now that i'm now forced to kind of be in the front i had to get used to that so for me when i'm speaking in engagements and i'm looking at the camera like you you know you're a producer so you see i'm thinking about is he getting the shots yeah is he moving like <laughs> i follow behind the scenes because behind the scenes i'm able to do multiple things yeah. I'll down down talent. I'm the kids of Dom Talent. So if you you hit me like your chat you in the show. Oh me, yeah, I forgot I'm talent. <laughs> 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 but when it comes to speaking engagements, for me I think about um I approach it with coming from a place of understanding. I don't come as a preacher. I don't come as I know it all. I come from the place of what I know is what I know, and I'm willing to have this even exchange about what I know. And you agree or disagree with me? I don't have a problem with that. It, I have workshops with somebody that I disagree. I'm like, cool. I say my point. She, they say their point, and then in the back and forth, you're like, oh, okay, I kind of give you. That's cool. Like, I'm very cool and understand that my approach and way I think they may turn some people off. Mm-hmm. I had to talk. I had to talk to somebody the other day. They ain't like the way I say the um. Want to look at a um relationship as a business, and you have to look at yourself that. When you take assessment of who you are and loving yourself and making that rebranding, mm-hmm. how it may, you may have to vote some people, you may have to fire some people. Mm-hmm. And in that mindset, some people hate it. Like, child, you be a cold. Life is not like that. No, it is. It like, is. you have I mean, to be honest. Right. And no matter how much you love someone, you have to love yourself more. And also, you have to now understand that there's people in your life that you may have been here too long that shouldn't have been here anymore. Wow. It can be family, wow. friends, love. So I understand it sounds harsh, but it, it's real life here. Like you have to understand there's certain people in life where if they're not aligned with you, you may have to demote them. You may not fire them, but you have to demote. And I think that people get mad at that because when I talk about my exes, so to speak, I talk about, yeah, I loved them. I had a conversation with them about things that I wasn't happy with. We had to understand it. I gave grace. And then when I came back to it, I'm still not happy. No point in me being a dead horse. I'm not a cheater. So I'm like, you know what? I think we better off just being friends. No, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think a lot of it, I don't know if it has anything to do with the delivery of Mm -hmm. reality or just the reality itself that people sometimes don't want to hear. I don't know. It's it's weird, you know, because sometimes you can have people who deliver the message, and sometimes they don't like the, the style of how the message is delivered. But I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's it's still being delivered. I mean, it's it's still reality. 
Yeah. And like I said, that's what I said. I don't lose sleep over it. And that, like I said, if you feel like I'm too harsh with those things, I'm okay. Go with someone else. And that's why even me, when I come to this um, launch of Chats Got Here and now building it out, I'm putting that in conscious where I'm going to start talking to mostly people of color, mm-hmm. therapists, life coaches, intimacy coaches, to the point where, like I said, Chats Got Here, the, the idea, the concept of it is I'm here. Whether yeah. I'm here as me, Finley Chad here, or here at the resource. Mm-hmm. So if you're not bopping with me, we're not aligned, and we're not, um, you're not clicking with my messaging, the way I say certain things, you can holler at one of my friends. I just want you to win. And I don't care who got the, you know what I'm saying? I don't care yeah. who get it, who get the client. My thing is that I'm gonna create a platform where, yeah, I'm in with this person, and you think this coach hit different and speak to you? It's like I tell you, my therapist. You gotta date a few to see which one you like. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. Because some of you have bad experience with one therapist that hate therapists forever. No, it's just like dating. You You know, that is something that you just brought up a good, valid point. And, you know, I'll get a little bit personal in that. I usually don't date outside my race or ethnicity. I'm I'm real big about that. And it's really because of a cultural thing. And having to explain the culture is on top of everything else is already enough. And I think it makes for a wild dynamic if you have a therapist who is not really within your culture or your race or whatever because they don't get certain things that we it's a certain type of lifestyle we live and sometimes doesn't have to be explained you know i mean it's little things like a martin reference you know i couldn't do that in a in a, in a relationship with somebody outside of my ethnicity because they're not going to get it you know and and i totally get what you're saying shout out to, to Nico way Brewington, who's uh, a skilled therapist and a therapist of color and she is really really a big deal out here in these streets um, and she gets it from a cultural standpoint as well that is wild though that you know sometimes you have to deal with brushback for essentially giving reality takes uh-huh. you know and i'm pretty sure you've dealt with your fair share of that is there anything that you feel as if with this new journey that you would kind of expand on maybe given what you've already been able to do now and you know is there things that maybe you you wouldn't try (laughs) and i'm pretty sure there's a couple things you probably like no i want no parts of that in terms of the element of coaching and things like that yeah so i think for me when it comes to the new coaching it's like i said before with me like i want to make sure that i'm a resource so everything i do with coaching like i said is making sure that i now have the curriculum, have the game plan. Also understand I got to adapt to different people because everybody's different. But even with that is when I start launching the workshops that I've been doing, I'm now going to make it visual so people download that, download the workbooks and stuff of that nature. But also now finding ways that how can I support in other avenues? Like you said, we have the entertainment background. So understanding, I understand branding, marketing. That's why for me, I've been having my logo. I just ain't launched it yet. It ain't time. Yeah, you always been ready. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's funny because some people they hit me like, Chad, where your stuff at? I, I'm ready, I'm ready. I said, it's coming. Like, 
I'm still going to make sure I'm doing the researches. I'm still, there's a couple of books I got to read still because I want to make sure is a business. And I understand some people look at business as a money grab, but I'm very big on making sure people feel like money well spent. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't like that. I don't want to start a money grab to support because I'm a black man. I want to make sure when you get the product, merch and everything else you're getting, you're like, this, this feels good. Yeah. They yeah. care. So that's why I said for me, I'm okay with, you know, Rick Ross had a little quote about that. Like, I don't care how long it takes. I want to get done right. Absolutely. So the for me, that's what I said. So for Brandon, <laughs> I'm already looking at doing the website. I'm already looking at even creating the app. So for me, like, I understand it may, it may not be just something. But I'm still helping people along the way. Like I said, I close clients, so I still do client private here and there. But the focus now is building the infrastructure. Because as you said, as a business person and entrepreneur, I still do other things. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure I have these pockets that it got the attention and I can move accordingly. So you could download it, the videos, and now you want me one-on-one. It's going to be me more intense. But you just download the video like, all right, I got it. Cool. Like, just download that video because for me, I just want to make sure that those things, things I won't do, I think for me, it's just pandering. And I understand how that works and how, you know, we do market. We, we in the team business. So we, I understand if I pander to women, women's going to love me more. Yeah. If I pander to men, men going to love me more. Mm -hmm. And it, and my top takes will be controversial. But I'm very big on accountability. So very I know it could be more of a slower burn. But that's what I'm saying. I'm only here for people that want to work. Yeah. But you just want a pity party or venting section and do stuff for the gram? That's on you. I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not losing no sleep. That's real talk, though. That's that's real boss talk, though. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't sleep over that. So for me, like, I, when I post something, I post something. When I don't post something, I don't post nothing. Like, I don't have that kind of... Uh, like I said, I like behind the scenes. So the, the lights don't get me fired up right but it's about the work that can be fired up so for me it's like all right i'm creating infrastructure we're gonna do the infrastructure i'm gonna adjust how i need to just put a the, the great demand but i've never been the kind of person where like i said before i'm not focused on money grabbing i'm not gonna panic to people my biggest thing that's why i said accountability partner my biggest thing being accountability partner man woman whatever we about accountability what can you change how do you understand how do you see yourself do you see worthy of this and are you willing to do the hard work that's what part that sucks yeah i mean and and sometimes that is again that's the thing that people have to understand and it is reality i mean you can talk all you want but you gotta put in the work you gotta do the work relationships and something you said earlier which is very key and this is something i thought maybe i was crazy for thinking but you have to treat relationship like a business you're right like you're absolutely right <laughs> listen listen i love love right mm -hmm. Um, and I can't wait to get married. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait, Chuck. Same here. Same but here. I, but I also understand about alignment and I understand about compatibility. And I know that, you know, love isn't enough. We have to make sure that we're on the same page. We want the same thing. So no matter how much I love you, if I feel I'm not happy and we can't get past this, and, you know, even people get married, they, take, they don't go to therapy or pre married counseling, but they're trying to figure it out. Like, I want to make sure I put myself in a position where and anybody else that want to be happy is about being happy. Right? Yeah. So you want to be happy, we're going to have to make some tough decisions and also understand alignment. So, you know, women right now talking about guys that check boxes, right? Yes. So, yes, you got a man check all the boxes, but you're not compatible with that person. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. But he does all the things a man for the do, but you're not aligned. So resentment may kick in. And things may, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we want to make sure you're happy. So that's why even for me, the 23 or 24 rings I help accumulate. Please repeat that. Repeat that, please. <laughs> the 20, so three, 23 to 24, I really got to get that number down. 20 to 24 numbers that help, they all still married. Damn. So that's the thing. It's about now. Yes. Yes. So sometimes it's funny. A, a woman hit me up yesterday where she's excited. She she dated kind of men that didn't work out, right? Mm-hmm. So she finally dated a man that she felt like checked all the boxes, right? Mm-hmm. But she's not happy with him. But she probably, am I toxic or just, I said, nah, you see that kind of man, but now you got to find someone that you're also compatible with. Yeah. But you feel like you may not get the best, you know what I'm saying? You want to, you want to cash out now. He's like, y'all ain't going to get no better than this. I, maybe I grow to love this person. That could be doable, but we want both. I, I want both of you. I want to be, I want you to understand that it's part love, part business. I want you to understand that this is a partnership. That you get into what a real partnership look like for y'all. No, I mean that's that's a valid point, man. It's a valid point. Man. But I also I also get it because one woman I was dealing with one time I told her about you know I tell you right you want to talk about these rings I tell people you might get a ring like in a record deal you want to make sure that you get someone <laughs> that you actually rock with and I, this girl I talked to her she got the ring right mm-hmm. and then when she told me more information about him I'm like yeah don't marry him nah she I got this I said I hear you like I don't you know that I'm not wishing bad but yeah. I'm not psychic my biggest thing about patterns yeah consistency great in action great in words yep so the word the play the pool talk cool action could be very inconsistent but the consistency you can see a character of a person and the way his character is showing up I'm like nah I don't I don't I'm not feeling this right yeah they got divorced within a year damn damn so you could try, and I hope that and it ain't me. Like I know more, more, more than one way to get an answer. That's why I said many people have different routes. But I'm just telling you that for what I see, hope I'm wrong. But I don't see the alignment there. I don't see the compatibility there. But she was focused on. She went to rank because she wanted to beat that clock. Mm. And I'm like, all right. Mm. And I'm not. I told you so. It's like now, yeah, just the stove see was hot. It's hot now. <laughs> Are you now ready <laughs> to take accountability and understand how to move forward? So that's the thing for me. Is that's why when it comes to me, I would never pander or be a character of myself. So my thing, that's uh, besides that, I'm going to try different things as far as, like I said, creating the website, uh, creating the app. So those things that even beyond me being physically there, people can still do the work. That's all. So yeah, that's what I would do. Before I pander, never been my thing. Wow. I mean, that's a great way to put it. And that's a, definitely a great perspective. And yeah, I mean, anytime you do this whole, I got this, I got this, I got this. And then you're not focused on sustaining the work. Then mm-hmm. you become to look like Russell Westbrook more so than Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Got to throw a sports perspective in there. So let me get you out of here in a few, man. One of the things that I always admire about the way that you handle things is that you're, you mentioned this earlier in your, your entertainment background, your branding rollout. And when you rebranded into this current 
journey, you, you were really, everything rolled out in one. Chad Scott here. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it all rolled out. Photos, you know, you speaking at workshops. Shout out to Playground, uh, Playtime. They, they definitely do a great job. Everything has been just a great rollout. In terms of, I know you, you don't really know the answer to, you know, what you're looking at in the next couple of years. You know, we all know one, one person has that answer and it's not us. Big business ahead, you know, what are you looking at over the next couple of years in terms of maybe growth or, or a new challenge or things like that, or an extension of what you're currently doing? Yeah, I think that when it comes to, first of all, very popular when it comes to mental health, right? And that's the that's the biggest thing, right? But for Mike, again, I'm both focused on doing the work and align with other situations where it makes more sense, right? As far as the impact of community. So like for me, when it comes to even price points and just services that I provide, creating it for different tiers, right? Because mm -hmm. one of the things where even, well, last week I was walking, taking my normal walks and I saw this couple Young couple going through it, like there was like she was arguing with him. He's screaming, he crying, snot coming out his nose. The baby stroller. Um, she was saying, "I just want to hug you," and he going fast. And you don't want to live with me. And for me, it's like I want to make sure I have something for them. Yeah. Right. So for me, when it comes to scaling businesses, it's also scaling, but don't get caught up in. Um, the high ticket value people, right? It's also understanding that when it comes to any business I do, is making sure that I'm also catering to a plethora of people that need the work, that need the tools, that may not be able to afford therapy, may not be able to afford coaching. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to Instagram or it comes to the kind of businesses I align with, even Playtime Worldwide, like I align myself with people that I feel like they positive impacting. When so come to businesses, it'd be more about those creating platforms and working those relationships. So for me, like I said, as far as even, um, there's a, a, a company, well, she's a company, Combo, right? So mm -hmm. Combo focused on those kind of tools, relationship tools, and, and I'm helping her behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I am not even a, a coach. I'm Chad, just hold you down. I support your mission. You want me to shoot the camera here, the camera there? So for me, it's, I'm always about building those kind of relationships even when I was managing talent. So it's just, True. me scaling my businesses will also will always be aligned with who I am as a person. Once again, I'm not gonna pander. So no matter <laughs> what I do, it's always gonna be in that kind of realm of, I'm gonna be building these things that I'm making sure that it's quality. I mean, well said right there. I'm gonna get you out of here. One thing I will ask, what have you discovered as an acquired taste over these past couple of years, or few years with your new journey? And that could be anything. Quiet. That could be personally or business. That's a quiet taste. Um, I think for me, when it comes to the building a business and it comes to relationships, it's just like I said, I think that a lot of people is, I don't think not willing, but very scared to do the work, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm just trying to make sure that we have to, you know, I'm like a mirror. And for me, I think the quiet taste of it that I understand that I may not be liked. Even though I'm here to help, I may not be able to, you know that? Mm -hmm. So I think for me that I'm very keen on who I am and learning and growing, but I also understand my quiet taste is that I understand that 
I'm not for everybody. That's a good way to put it, so, man. Yeah, way. so you got to understand your lane. I understand what you bring your value. So I understand that I know the audience, I know the niche, and I know that people are like, nah, I'm cool on chat. And I'm okay with that. I don't. I, I learned at a very young age that not everybody going to like me, but it's okay. That's a good way to put it, man. I'm going to get you out of here. Chad, you are listed as Chad Scott here throughout your socials. And when that website launches, I'm pretty sure that's going to be crazy. So <laughs> look forward to more workshops and other aspects. Um, and of course, I'll likely have you back on. Well, not even likely. I will have you back on on the day she X's nose, which also airs on Spotify and Sweet 929 as well. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, dude. Appreciate it, man. Sean has been asking man. for you for the past month now. So um so that's not even a, a formality i mean literally she's been asking for you for the past month so that's probably why she's been no showing the shows so <laughs> <laughs> she's been no showing these past it, few man. tapings so <laughs> i appreciate you always looking out man taking time to speak and everything like that man always man you good dude you always looked out always been a great ambassador always been a great friend man and, and i don't take that type of stuff for granted man appreciate you man for real Thanks, Sweet, man. no problem. Sweet Society airs on Spotify and Sweet929.tv. It's presented by Tech We Like. All episodes air monthly. Signing off. That's how we do. <laughs> <laughs>